You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share heartfelt and inspirational messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself to God's unlimited blessings. Hi guys! I missed you last Sunday. I was in Israel and I thought I could be with you today. But what happened was that two days ago, I arrived, landed in the airport, very, very weak, very sick, totally exhausted. And um, you know what? It, it really coincides with the message of this Sunday, the message of this Sunday. And that's why I sorely would have wanted to be with you today, but I, I can't. Um, the, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. I'm not 100% right now. Um, still, still out of breath, still, still weak. But, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff. You know, I lead pilgrimages, I preach, I lead organizations. But, but there comes a point when I've, I've got to rest and, and let the younger guys lead. And because that's what God wants. That's what happened to me. You know, the, the older people, they, they gave me a chance. My father, he, he did not even take the overall leadership of Light of Jesus because he knew I had that call, but I was only 14 years old. But since that time, he said, no, Bo, you lead. And, and I, I have to do the same uh, so that I will not, you know, get totally exhausted again and be, be very sick like this. Not very sick, but, you know, uh, today I, I just want you to know that that's our message. Let the young people answer God's call and let them lead. And I'm very happy for Audi. He's just, he's just grown so much in, in grace and wisdom and love. And I, I thank God for, for, this, for this young man uh, who blesses you and who serves with you. So you're in very good hands with him. And he'll be talking to other young people and our, our young leaders. And you will be inspired today. Just wanted to share with you one thing. You know, when I think of all the feast builders in light of Jesus, uh, not all of them, but many of them started young, in their 20s, as teenagers. That crazy preacher who preached last Sunday that gave you gas pains and made you laugh nonstop, he started when, when he was 13 years old, giving his life to God. Uh, John Escoto, the guy who helps us in leading the the, the school of leadership, he's our dean. He's, he's the guy who trains the other feast builders. He started when he was 15. I could go on and on and bore you to death that many of our leaders today who are in their 50s and 40s and 30s, they, they started young. And uh, today I want to share with you, I want to invite you to do that. Don't delay following Jesus and giving yourself to him. It is, it is really the antidote to, uh, to regret. And thank you so much. Let's pray for all our young people today that they will continue to be faithful and they will serve God for the rest of their lives so that uh, old people like me can, can actually not work too hard and not, not uh, experience this exhaustion. So I'm going to miss you so much today. And, uh, but... Let's pray for one another. I pray for you. You pray for me. And I will see you next Sunday at the feast. God bless you. You know, Brother Bo always prays for us as a community and the leaders and the servants, most especially you guys. So let's take a moment to pray for him. 
Can you bow down your heads? Let's offer this few seconds to Brother Bo. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the leader that is Brother Bo. We ask you that you would use the time that you've given him to give him rest and recovery and recharge from all the business that he's done from ministry. We thank you that you are with him right now, with his family. Continue to love him and continue to use him to be a vessel that guides our community to the right direction. So thank you, Jesus. We know that healing is coming in his body. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. 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 So I guess you're stuck with me today. I hope that's okay. Can I move down here? Is it okay? All right. So we're going to be speaking to a lot of the young people here today. But don't worry if you're not so young. I'm going to have a message for you at the end also. And the message is do it now. If you notice in the Bible, God has always had a pattern of calling young people to serve Him. If you read through the Bible, a lot of people, a lot of followers of Jesus and the Lord, they started very early in ministry. For example, did you know that Mama Mary was only 14 years old when an angel appeared before her and asked her to serve the Lord by becoming the mother of Jesus? That's a very young age. David, you all know David. David was only 17 years old when God called him to serve by, in, in the battle lines by defeating that giant named Goliath. And then there's, there's Jeremiah, the prophet. We don't exactly know how old Jeremiah was, but we do know that he was young because when God called him to serve, he said these words. He said, Lord, I don't know how to speak because I'm too young. And then there's also Timothy. Timothy, who was the head of the church of Ephesus, who we don't know again the age, but we do know that he was young because Paul had these words to say about him. He said, don't let anyone look down on you. He's telling this to Timothy, because you're young. But be an example for the believers in your speech, your conduct, your love, your faith, and purity. These Bible characters that I just mentioned is a testimony to all the young people here. Young people, again, can I see where you are? Young people, the message for you today is that don't ever use your age as an excuse that you're not going to serve God. Don't ever use the place in your life that you're too young for you not to serve in ministry because these Bible characters prove that there is no such thing as being too young. In fact, another piece of advice to the young people here. Don't ever let other people, no matter how how old they are, to tell you that you're too young. Don't delay it. Don't postpone it. You got to do it now. You got to start serving now. You got to start loving the Lord now. That's our message for today. In fact, we are such an old community. You know, well, not that old, but if you think about it, did you know that we're 38 years old this year, the light of Jesus? That's a long ways off from the days that we started in the garage in Cubao, Quezon City. One of the most amazing things that I find about that is that over the years, we have somehow stayed relevant and stayed young. Did you notice? The music ministry, they're always young. The preachers, they're always young. Why is that? Ask me why. It's because we will always have this commitment to the next generation. That's how we're going to love our children. Not just our children, but our children's children. 
Alright? In fact, I'm going to prove to you the kinds of commitment that we have for the young people. Four ways that we want to stay committed to the, four, to the, to young, the young people. Number one, we will always speak their language. Everybody say language. We're going to speak their language, not ours. If you notice nowadays, the, the young people, they, they use different, well, they use the same language. You know, it's English or Tagalog. But they have this way of changing the definition of English words. I don't know, maybe for the people of my generation. I didn't know this until recently when I did the research. The word savage, you know the word savage, right? That's an English word. The word savage means beastly, animalistic. But when somebody tells you you're savage, you're being savage, they're not criticizing you. It's not, it's not a derogatory ter- term. They're simply saying that you're totally being honest. Like you're being brutally honest. You're so savage. Another word, lit. For us, lit means on fire, right? You're, you're inflamed. But when somebody tells you, oh, you're lit today, it means that you're cool. You're hip. You're trendy. You're in. Can you touch the neighbor beside you and say, you're lit? One last word, the word extra. Extra is such a, a regular word. When we say extra, it means it's an add-on, it's a bonus. But when somebody says, you're so extra, you know what they mean? They say you're being over the top. You're exaggerating. You're so extra. It's just strange that the way they do these things is different from the way we would do things. And because that's the language that they speak. Another thing is that we need not only learn the language that they speak, but also the venue where they speak the language. You notice that the kids speak a certain language in a certain area now. Where are the kids now? In social media. Right? First, it was MySpace. Who was on MySpace? Jurassic people like me. And then it became Friendster, right? You know Friendster. And then Facebook. Anybody who's anybody should be on Facebook. And now it it became Instagram. And then Instagram stories. And then there's this app on the phone that... I totally could not get until late last year. Do you guys know about Snapchat? Snapchat. I never got that app until somebody explained it to me. It's just like Instagram or Facebook where you can post videos and photos, except that when you post it on Snapchat, for some reason, after 24 hours, whatever you posted there disappears forever. And I was thinking during that time, why in the world would you post anything that would disappear forever? Because us older generation, we like putting pictures in the album, we like, you know, commemorating everything, putting labels. But these kids, they, they want everything fleeting. They want everything passing so much so that if you don't follow them on Snapchat, on our IG stories, you're going to miss what's happening in their life because it disappears just like that. That's the language and the venue they're speaking in. Number two, we will always sing their songs. Not ours. And that's the reason why over the years you've noticed that the songs that we sing in worship here at the feast have gotten louder and faster and younger. In fact, if I, I think that if I try to lead worship nowadays, I'm going to be out of breath. It's just so fast and so loud. That's the music that our young people are listening to. If we don't get on that program, we're not going to be able to understand what they're doing. In fact, there's this new technology that, they, that they're using they're no longer using instruments. They're using what they call tracks. It's a piece of gadget that plays something like a musical instrument. So you can have 
No keyboardist, no drummer, no guitarist, but music still playing, like ordinary music. That's what they're doing. And by the way, did you know that we are already producing, singing, and writing original compositions here at the Feast? Every year, we release an album in Kerygma Conference. Who writes these songs? Young people. We got so much raw talent in musically inclined young people here at the Feast. That's what I love about our community. We really encourage the youth to, to, to rise up to the challenge. Number three, we will always die to their preferences. Why? So that they can feel at home in our community. That's one of the reasons why we always sacrifice what we want in honor of what they need. It doesn't have to be what we want. It's always, what do they need? Do they need better lights, better music, better sound system, better venue? It's always what the youth will need because we want them to feel comfortable sitting down in the seats. I'll tell you why later. And lastly, we will always walk with them in this journey called life. That's why we've created programs for our youth. In fact, if you're young, you've never heard of the youth session, we actually have a youth session where there's another builder preaching there. There's mass, there's worship, and there's an inspirational talk every Sunday. Why do we do this? Because we want to educate our youth. We want to train them up in the ways of God so that one day when they're ready to rise up, they're going to be our next leaders. We got to be so committed to them because we know that not even next generation, but today's generation, they're the now. And some of you are probably thinking, If you find the music here we play in the feast too loud, too quick, too fast, if things are changing for you so quick, I'm going to be very savage, savage on you guys. Maybe it's because you don't understand the mission yet. Because the mission is that we, the older generation, the adults, we have to sacrifice so that our young, unchurched people will find a home where they can grow. Amen? That's why we're so committed to them. Right now, we have 349 feasts all across the world. That means that we're blessing a lot of different locations, you know, different areas outside of the country, international, national. But here's the thing. If in 20 years, we're still doing the same thing that we're doing here at the feast today, if in 20 years, we're still worshiping the way that we're worshiping before, nothing wrong with that, by the way but if we're still doing the same kind of energy, I'm going to be pretty disappointed because it simply means that we're no longer serving the next generation. We're only serving our preferences and what we want. We got to keep on moving forward, my dear friends. And as we keep moving forward, you know, we're changing, we're transforming, we're morphing, we're becoming, we're evolving so that we can keep on expanding. Everybody say expanding. That's our mission, to expand God's work and God's kingdom in this world. I'm going to invite on stage a few young people who will tell you about their life and what God is doing in their ministry. Please welcome on stage Jules, Jewel, Nico, and our very own preacher and builder for the youth session, Brother Tony Valenzuela. Come on, clap your hands for these guys. Let's support our yeah. young people here. Yeah. Grabe. All right. This is my sixth cup of coffee. Oh, no. I'm going to stay up all night. <laughs> we want to talk to Jewel first. Jewel, can you say something for people to know who you are? Okay. Um, I joined the feast 
2007, I was nine years old. And then 2012, I joined Camp Calia. So all the young people there joined Camp Calia. Please, thank you so much. <laughs> and after camp, I was 14 that time. And then sabi ko, okay, I wanted to serve. And at a young age, if you know, if you start serving at a young age, you're gonna think na, oh my gosh, close na kayo ni Lord. Like, grabe, ganon. And then along the way, I got in a relationship. And then it failed. And then that happened late 2016. So the entire 2017, I was very, you know, heartbroken and down and hopeless and everything. And that's where I remembered the term microwave Christian, where in the outside, you're like, worship, worship, I love the Lord, ganon. It's very hot, ganon. But then on the inside, you're actually really cold. You don't have a deep personal relationship with God. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I am a microwave Christian. And then so the entire 2017, even though I was down, even though I was super hopeless, I had nothing else to hold on to but God and pursue a deeper relationship with Him. And then I always reminded myself na, okay, it's the truth that I am in pain. It's the truth that it hurts. It's the truth that I am broken. But the greatest truth that I want to focus on is that God loves me and that He has bigger and greater and un unimaginable plans for me. <laughs> That's beautiful. Amen. Amen. I, I want to... Is it okay, Tony? Yeah, go. Uh, I'll just say a comment. I like what she said about microwave Christian. Did you hear that? This is a term that I'm, I'm, I'm just hearing today. Uh, maybe because during my time, you know, the microwave wasn't even invented yet. In, when I was young, toaster pa lang yun eh. So could it be that I'm a toaster Christian? It's a very important thing to note that because the young people nowadays, we think that because they're walking with God and just like Jewel, you know, she's young and, but she, she's guided. It doesn't mean that she will continue on the right path. That's why you need mentors for her. People who will be able to guide her and to minister to her and who will walk with her to make sure that, you know, she reached spiritual maturity so that she would graduate from being a microwave Christian to becoming a real, honest-to-goodness Christian. Yeah. Wonderful. Tony? Thank you. Yes, Ju, you mentioned that you had a heartache from last year. No? But aside from the heartache personally that you experienced, what are the struggles that you experienced in the ministry? Oh, <laughs> In the youth ministry, there's this parang mindset na laging sinasabi sa aming leaders na it's like we're not allowed to be imperfect. Like we're not allowed to make mistakes anymore. Because every time we do, yung reasoning na laging binibigay sa amin is, oh, di ba nagsaserve ka na? Bakit ganyan ka pa rin? <laughs> But as much as I agree to that, We do try our best to embody Christ. We try our best to really pursue our life that is for Christ. But in the end, we are young people who are still trying to figure out things. <laughs> yeah. Can we give Jewel a round of applause, everyone? That's beautiful. That is so honest, Jewel. Thank you. To, to acknowledge the fact that you are a work in progress. Yes. Yeah. So let's be patient with our young people, my dear friends. They're still a work in progress just as much as you are a work in progress. Yeah, and so since Jewel started young, we're now going to talk to someone oh, here. One, one last question. What do you do now for your ministry? 
I am the discipleship head of Youth High. Wow. And Yun, <laughs> 19 years old, discipleship head. Yeah. All right. And now we have another servant here who started later on. Uh, let's welcome Brother Nico T. Can we give Nico a round of applause? Hello. Come po. on, Nico. Ako Introduce yung, yourself. Ako po yung representative ng matatanda. <laughs> Hi, good morning po. Uh, I'm, I'm Nico. I'm 22 years old. Uh, I started serving 2013-14 and I was 17 or 18 back then. And uh, it's a funny story. Paano ko napunta ng feast? Because uh, before po, we, we didn't have any community. Uh, we were like the normal Christian Catholic family. Simba, SM, uwe. Simba, SM, uwe. That, ganun lang, every week. Then one Sunday, one Sunday, my mom woke me up at 6 a.m. Eh, ako po kasi mahirap akong gumising. <laughs> Sabi niya, Nico, gising ka na. Ah. So, tingin ko, 6 a.m. pa lang. Tapos narealize ko, tapos sabi ko, sige po. Sabi niya, pupunta tayong PICC. Sabi ko, ah. Ka? Tapos narealize ko, PICC on a Sunday. Tapos tumayo ako. Sabi ko, mabay tayo pupunta ng PICC? May graduation ba? Tapos sabi ko, tapos sabi niya, hindi, may a-attendant tayong the feast. So, so doon po, doon kami nag-start. And then parang three Sundays after that, I started serving sa Warms Ministry. Yun po mga nag-greet sa labas. I was one of them before. And then, when I started serving the Lord, dun ko po na-experience yung rock-bottom experience in my life. I was college back then. And I remember that was the time na nagkaroon po ng konting conflict or merong di pagkakaintindihan with, with my dean. So I was torn in between if I was to shift or to per, still pursue mechanical engineering. That was, I was really lost at that moment. It was really dark. Na hindi ko po alam kung saan ako pupunta. I didn't know what decisions to make. Pero tapos at that moment, I remember, I, re, I can recall that I was asking God, sabi ko, God, bahit noon po, nung hindi pa ako nagsiserve, life was easier, life was okay. Pero bakit ngayon po, nung nagserve na ako, nagkaganto-ganto pa yung buhay ko? And that was hard for me back then. And back then, I, ang nasa isip ko, ang mindset ko is that my dreams are already crushed. And I was really down. And then I continued serving the Lord. I met the amazing youth ministry with our mentors. And they helped me stand up again. And back then I realized, and now I realized before, I was thinking that my dreams were crushed. Pero ngayon, and I realized ko, Jesus crushed my ceiling. Kasi before, this is, ito lang yung feeling ko kaya kong gawin. And now, I'm here in front of you by the grace of God, proclaiming and glorifying His name and by the works that He's done in my life. So, How old are you, Nico? 22 years old. 22 years old. And the ministry that you serve in? I'm in the youth ministry AM and I'm an LG head. LG head. You know, something struck me with what Nico said. Um, it's very reminiscent of our Filipino tradition where, alam nyo naman to, di ba? Misa, SM. Misa, SM. Some, somehow, our parents make, make it obligatory when you're young to attend Mass. And sometimes, Mass is even optional. Yung SM ang hindi. But you know what's happening now? It used to be that the parents are dragging the children to go to church. What's happening now is that the children are the ones dragging the parents to go to church. Ma, pa, feast tayo. I, I've heard a lot of stories, beautiful stories, where it, it's the children who started serving in, at the feast in church. 
Tapos masama yung mga magulang. Nako-curious sila. And then eventually it becomes a family affair. This is the time of the youth. That's, what, that's what's happening with the young people. They are so empowered because of the groups that we're having that now the adults are the one following suit. So let's clap our hands again for the, our young people. We're going to move on with the program to speak to, of course, we all want to hear from Tony, especially some parents here are curious. Tony is an experienced builder at, uh, for the youth. He knows a lot of young people and what they think, how they feel. So Tony, just one question. Can you give us tips on how it is best to minister to our young people today? Yes. I, I have to also share. I started serving the Lord when I was actually 12 years old. So I know the youth in a way that it, it's the same thing every generation. It's just packaged differently. And I'll have to admit, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, brothers and sisters, that the ministry of the youth is truly a ministry of love also. Because you're, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenged to, to give your time, your effort, even your treasure. Pag one-on-one kami, I'm, I'm the one spending for them, you know. So, <laughs> minsan I'll have to explain to my wife all these, all these situations. But even if in the middle of the night, they message me, they text me, Kuya Tony, I'm going through something. I, I think I want to end it. It's, it's a struggle. You have to give them time. You have to hear them out. You have to listen what they have to say and where they're coming from. Because sometimes nahiya po sila mag-open up. But when they know that you are there by their side, no matter what happens, no matter whether you're having a difficulty in your personal relationships, you're, you're having struggles in making big decisions, we have to be there for them. Because ultimately, the youth of today are exposed. They are born into the, gen- the world that we the adults have created for them. So ultimately, when we take care of the youth, we're actually taking care of ourselves. We're taking care of humanity. So we cannot put all of the blame on them. Hindi pwede po yun. Ultimately, we also had a part on what they're going through today. Ang dami mga youth today who are going through despair at an instant, at a snap. Their worth, their, their identity is based on the number of Facebook likes. They're going through crisis, identity crisis, crisis of purity, crisis of, of, of family relationships. They just want to be heard. And it, when they see that this world is fleeting, the only thing that sustains them and when they see that your love for them is permanent, that's when they know that they have a God who loves them. Kasi tayo po, we are the ones who are that first tangible people and models who can love the youth. So, yes. That's amazing, Tony. Thank you so much, guys. Can we do something? We didn't do this in the other sessions, but I, I see that we have time. Um, if you're beside a young one, can you just lay your hands on them? We want to pray for our youth here. Kahit mukhang bata yan, sige. Father, we want to pray for all the young people here today. And we ask you to send them all the love, all the support, and all the care and compassion that they will need in their walk with you. We ask you to teach them as early as now to uh, be like you, be more Christ-like. Send them the leaders and the mentors and the giants that will talk to them and who will mold them. But above everything else, Lord, send down your grace that will touch them and change their hearts completely forever. We thank you because we know that after we're done in this world, these are the people who you will use as leaders, as speakers, as coaches, as presidents, leaders of nations, leaders of countries. So we want good leaders to be up there, leaders who follow Jesus, leaders who love you, God. So we... Claim this in faith, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's clap our hands one more time for our young guests. Let's thank them for their time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Nico. Thank you, Jewel. Thank you, Odds. Can, you, can everybody stand up?
as we close, I want to honor my promise that I said earlier that I wasn't only going to just speak to the young ones, but I want to speak also to the young ones upon a time. God calls the young, yes? We've established that. He, he has this habit of calling the young. But I do believe also that God calls people who are not so young. You might be asking, Brother Audi, how about me? I'm not so young anymore. Can God still use me? God will still very much use you, just like He used Abraham, just like He used Noah, Joshua, Daniel. These guys were not exactly in their prime when God called them. The one thing, here's what I believe, the one thing that God will need for Him to use you is your yes. And some of you are saying, are probably thinking, but Brother Audi, I don't have the same energy that I used to have. How can I serve? I don't have the same time and the same resources that I used to have when I was younger. How can I serve God? How can I love God? My dear friends, your greatest ability will always be your availability. All you got to do is say yes to God and say, I'm here, Lord. Use me. Whatever I have, the limited supply that I have, I know that when you use this broken piece of a shell, I know that I will be effective and that I will be powerful. I love what Tony said earlier, that we have much to be blamed for the world that the kids now live in. But I want to say something positive to that note, that we also stand on the shoulders of some pretty big people, great people who started communities like the feast so that we get to learn more about God but above all else I believe that we stand on the shoulder of one man one man who carried the world on top of his shoulders so that we can all have a full life so that you can have a happy life a joyful life a peaceful life we stand on the shoulders of Jesus who offered his very own life because he loved you and all he's asking today is are you available if you are available can I invite you to lift both hands in the air if this is a comfortable posture for you you don't have to but if you're available I want you to say dear Lord right here right now I'm making myself available Use me, all that I am and all that I have for your glory. Use me to love the young and every person in my life. I don't want to waste another minute or waste another second. I want you to use me right now. I give you my heart. I give you my life now and forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, visit lightfam.com and click on Feast Teachings.